Hey, this is Paul Martin and Ray the Roadie for the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast. How you doing today, Ray? Ah, uh, Paul, I'm a little bit down today. You are? Yeah. You know what? I was earlier today. I was sitting out by the pool, and I'm just looking in there, and I'm looking at all the stuff that's in there bobbing around, and I suddenly realized that summer's almost done. I, I guess. Uh, I guess we'll have an Indian summer, though. I'm sure we will. I hope so. I you know unless unless it's against the law to call it Indian summer now. Well, it could be. Yeah. It could be politically incorrect anyway. That's right. That's right. Native American summer. So what is bobbing in your pool? Uh, you know the floaty things. You know I got all my little toys and stuff. I got the graceful swan that I like to sit on, and you know it's just uh, it's just bobbing around, waiting for the cover to be put on it probably next month. Yeah, well, summer is almost done, but we'll still have a few weeks left, I'm sure. Yeah, we will. We will. So uh, what do we got on tap uh, for this week? Well, speaking of Bobby, uh, bobbing done. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> speaking of bobbing uh, and summer being done, we have Bobby done. This hey, week. look how that worked out. Who would Bobby, ever thunk? I know Bobby Dunn, one of the uh, one of the great um, uh, uh, solo artists uh, in in, uh, in all of the Southlands here, in the oh, south no. south side of Chicago. Yes, he is. He's a legend out here. He's been around a long time. A lot of great stories from him. Yes, there were, and um, well, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just let the stories him tell the stories uh, on the podcast. What do you say we get to it right now? And here we go. Hey, this is Paul Martin and Ray the Roadie for the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast. Today we're getting together with Chicago's very own Bobby Don. How you doing, Bobby? All right. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah. Great. Thanks for having us here today. Yeah, got it. So, so let, let's start out. Let's start out in the early Bobby Dunn days. Let's talk about um, when you got started and where where you got started and what you what you did. Okay, how I got started was I was a drummer first of all. You were, and I played in a Motown band. <laughs> old, old. Uh, actually, all these guys were older than me. Uh-huh. You know, and they were called the Latin Souls. And they were from uh, Garfield, 55th Street. And I was the drummer, and the reason they hired me, because I played and sang. So, okay. All right. So now I'm playing the drums for them, and then I'm putting my own bands together, and nobody was showing up for practices, and I was the only one enthused about the whole thing. So I said, to hell with this. I'm going to get me a guitar and learn how to play all <laughs> by go, myself. There you go. So <clears throat> I learned three chords, uh-huh. and I heard the four-way street album by uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Right. And it was, uh, and Neil Young did Cowgirl in the Sand, and I says, I could do that. Right. So I started playing all these Neil Young songs. My uncle, Jack, 
thought it was great, so he went out and bought me a PA system, sure vocal master PA system. I had an old station wagon. Pack it all up in there? I packed it up in there, and I went from from tavern to tavern all over the neighborhoods, 47th Street, 55th Street, 63rd Street. Is that where you're from, Market Park, or wherever that area? No, I'm originally from 51st and Lowell, which is right in front of the yards. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 So... I would go around and say, hey, let me put my tip jar up. If you like me, fine. If you don't, throw me out of here. You right. know? So basically, that's how I got started. And my first gig was at a place called Shag Nasty's on 69th and Pulaski. <laughs> I remember that. As a soloist, you know. And that was your first paying gig? Yes, right, <laughs> yeah. where they paid me. Right. And then I worked at a place called The Spiderweb on Now, 69th. what year was this? What? What year was this? Oh, 1975. Okay. okay. 76, maybe. Okay. Gosh, you're asking an old man. <laughs> Tough question, buddy. Okay, go ahead. Well, anyways, yeah. that's that's around when it happened, and uh, and then I would put bands together, and you know, they get one of the guys get married, and one of the guys' girlfriends didn't like him going and play yeah you guys know yeah, the sure, drill sure, man sure, I know yeah so i said the hell with this i'm gonna just do solo work for a while and see how uh how i could do it you know so and i did really well yeah yeah and you've been playing ever since right <laughs> ever since yeah. man ever since yeah now, now didn't you do some recording too yeah, I did three albums of original material. Three albums? Yeah. yeah. Three CDs, anyways. Right. Yes. Yeah, when I got to... When I started traveling, I went to uh, L.A. to try to get, get uh, you know, get some work, right? So I go there, and I... Um, I became a singing waiter at a place called the Great American Food and Beverage Company. <laughs> you know, to just to pay the bills. Sure. So I did that for a while, and then uh, the owner of a place called the uh, Boathouse was in the was in the uh, restaurant, and he heard me, and he wanted to know if I wanted to come down and play on the Santa Monica Pier. So I played there for like seven years. After that, oh well, really? Yeah. So, so that was that was when the eighties then. That was like 82, 83. That picture was taken in eighty two, and it was taken by uh, Gino Gonfardi. He was a uh, he was an actor. Oh, really? you, you might have saw him on Three's Company, but him and his wife used to come in and listen to me play. This is the picture, though. This is the actual original picture. Well, you had the look then, didn't you? <laughs> Man, <laughs> you still got the look. What are you talking? I about? had everything going <laughs> for me, Paul. <laughs> I, I see. I see. I saw you last week, and you had you were wearing your hat. Your your. Uh, your nice sun hat there. <laughs> yeah, and I was sitting down because uh, my legs start giving out. Now. Well, I, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but I this is the picture now. 
There you go. There you go. And this was a news article that they did on him yeah. years ago. Yeah. And if you want to have a couple That's of That's my wife, by the way. <laughs> and wait, I want to tell you something else. She's when always sticking done, her two cents When he's are done, you might want to have a laugh. Before Facebook, we used to do crazy stuff like that. Oh. You know, for mailing. Right. You know? Honey, and we're right take, in the middle of the interview. We got recordings <laughs> going on. That's okay. That's okay. I love That's it. my better half. <laughs> That's okay. So now you've been playing ever since. I, I, and, and, of course, now you've done some stuff with uh, Sopro Productions and Buddy Monaco, right? You've been involved with them. Right. Tell right. us about your involvement. He still he makes my CDs. Oh, okay. He's, yeah, I, I, that way I don't have to buy them in bulk. I buy them like 10 at a time. Right. You know? But uh, when I uh, moved to Hawaii, I, ma- I married a Japanese girl, moved to Hawaii, and uh, and I played in Waikiki for like almost nine years. Oh, really? I had a four-piece band. And I had Jerry Martini from Sly and the Family Stone playing saxophone with me. I had Albert Collins as bass player, Paul Chan on the bass, Bob Zarati from James Brown's band. Wow. <laughs> I had a lineup that was, well, these guys lived there. Sure. And they wanted the gig. So I says, I'll pay you a hundred bucks a night. Right, right. <laughs> don't, I hope they don't find out that I told uh, Bob that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm Jerry sure. will play for a hundred bucks a night. <laughs> That's I'm sure they appreciate the yeah, work. Right? Yeah. Oh, they did. They did, and they did. They did that. Uh, that fly me away album with me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so how long were you in Hawaii then? For nine years. Wow. Yeah. And then I came back here in like '96, '97. Oh, okay. You know, and then. Then I've been back here for what twenty years now. So, 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 tell us a little bit about your your. You said it. You said Buddy helps you with the uh, press of CDs and everything, right? Yeah, but uh, but now you've also been involved with Buddy for for quite a while. Oh yeah, he's a, he's a one of my number one friends, right? You know, and fan. I do sometimes. I'll go on and do his blue re- reviews, right? Right. Where I'll warm up. I'll start the show out and do right. a solo. You know, right? So, right. Yeah, but yeah, I've known Buddy for years. Are you going to interview him? He's a great guy. Well, I'd love to get all of the. Yeah, I, I see Buddy. Buddy's come out to quite a few of my shows. Okay. And and I talk to him periodically, but I haven't seen him in a while. So, but we but we will. Definitely Definitely be in touch with him. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably be a great interview. Yeah. yeah. If you need, yeah. If you need his info, I got it all. Yeah. Yeah. So um, um, I appreciate the cheese and crackers here. This is very nice. Yeah. <laughs> very tasty. She's accommodating. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about about what you do now. I mean, I know I worked with you at the Blue Ship, and that's that's where I, that's where we met, really. Right. But uh, I told you who I was, and I played with the noodles, and right away you went, "Oh yeah!" So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but um, but now you were playing with uh, some different players back then than you are now, or or is it just whoever's available? <laughs> Bingo, <laughs> is it? Bingo, yeah. I make sure I get the best of the best. Right. I've got four guitar players, right. four bass players, three drummers, and who's ever available. I get them, right. and they're all playing with other bands, you know. Right. So 
do you want to know who some of them are playing sure, with? Sure, sure, right? sure. Yeah, like, well, Roy DeGandy, he's playing with um, Sundance. Um, he's who's playing bass? Bass player, no. Uh, um, Terry Rollins is my bass player. And he plays with uh, uh, the Beach Bum Band. Um, he played with Jimmy. He he backed up Jimmy Buffett. Went out when those uh, those uh, cheeseburger in paradises opened up. Right. He uh, he plays all over the place. I just got him started doing solo work. So he's he's having a blast with that too. But I have dr- a drummer named Brian Abraham from the North Side. He's a drum teacher, and he plays in in those uh, show bands, those um, five different bands, and they travel all over the place, and they do all the, you know, the top forty. They right, have simulated right. music, right. and yeah, right. and he plays in one of those bands. Okay. <laughs> and guitar players. Uh, Got uh, Dale Vargas. He plays in Caliente. Now Dale Vargas was the guy that I remember. He plays guitar for me. Yeah, great guitar player. Forty some years he's been playing with me on and off. Yeah, and I got a guy named Mitch Marcus that plays with me now. Yeah, yeah. M- M- Mitch is a character. Yeah, Mitch is very animated, but he's a great player. Excellent. Uh, yeah, excellent. The space player I had Saturday. That's the first time I ever met him. Oh, really? Yeah, so he just, he took the gig because all my bass players were busy. Right, right. So that's how I, that's how I do a whole band. Right. You know, but most of the time, it's just me and a guitar player. Right. And where, 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 where are you playing? What, like this coming week? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah this coming few, week. Few weeks. Playing Friday at the Irish Legend in Willow Springs from 8 to 11. And then Saturday at Cousins in Tinley Park at 177th and Oak Park. Yeah. So, and I work with Joey DeMarco, too. You know, he's right. the one that gets me the blue chip, and right. and you don't get in without him. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, Joey's, Joey's a great guy. Yeah. I love Joey. Yeah. I had so many fights with him. He fired me so many times. <laughs> and then I wrote him a love letter, and then he took me back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting a lot of gigs where it's me and the guitar player. Oh, okay. Because I do all the singing. Right. And I need a break. Oh, I see. In the middle of the songs, <laughs> you know, hey, God, all right, keep going, you know, so I can catch my breath. Now, 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 <laughs> now Mitch mentioned the other night that he was going to do a gig with you, right? Yeah, we went and did a gig right after that show. Right. Now, does he play acoustic dead or does he play? No, he, he play, plays He plays guitar. He plays electric guitar? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's he's so versatile, man. Yeah. I've got, I've got Charlie Piper playing bass with me on Friday. Is that right? Yeah, him and uh, and, no Mitch, and Mitch are going to be playing with me. No kidding. So sometimes I do a three-piece and then I use a drum machine. Right. Don't tell the drummers that. <laughs> It's only when they're not available. <laughs> right. <laughs> or when I can't afford them. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> now, well, tell Charlie Piper, first of all, I said hello. You know? I will. I will. You know, I haven't seen Chucky Piper. It's a like sweetheart. Yeah. 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 Or Charlie Piper, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I haven't heard, hiding her hair from him in a long time. He's great. 
He was a great guitar player. When I can't get Mitch, I get him. And, uh, and he says, by the way, Bob, I play bass. Oh, okay. So I couldn't get a, my regular guys to play this Friday, so he's going to play. So so what kind of music are you doing? Most of I'm doing classic rock and roll, uh, five decades, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Um, I know a thousand songs. Yeah. We don't rehearse. Right. They show up, and they're lucky if they get the key from me. What key is this with it? Yeah, or they'll say, what song are you going to do next? I said, why do you want to take all the fun out of this? <laughs> <laughs> you know? So we, we go there, and that's the only rule in the, in the band is have fun. You know, uh, you know, you're coming here. I'm not paying you for what you're going to learn. I'm going to pay you for what you know already. You right, know? right. And they do. And, you know, Paul, most of the stuff that I do, they grew up with it. Right. You know, like uh, I did Last Kiss over at the, the fair. Yeah. Yeah, well, some of those guys grew up with that music, right. so it's like they know what it sounds like, you right. know. Right. So it's easy for them. So, so tell, me, tell me about some of your original stuff, though. Oh, man, I wrote a lot of great songs. Well, Shady Lady, I wrote that about uh, Conley's. Conley's was the shady lady before it became Conley's, you know. Oh, really? And it's about how all these people used to come to hear me play, you know. And I, and uh, after you hear the song, you'll know what I was, what I'm talking about, yeah. because it's like I'm having so much fun at the shady lady. <laughs> That's where I want to be, yeah. <laughs> you know. And then I got a a song on there called Chicago. And it's about when I was in L.A., I was kind of missing Miss my hometown, so I wrote a song about it, you know. Lots of horns in it. Oh, okay. You'll love it. You'll love it. Just listen to them and and pick out whatever you want. Right, you know. Right. And you said in Hawaii. You said you about Hawaii. I wrote a song called "Fly Me Away." 
um, that was right after I got a divorce in Hawaii, and right. and uh, and it was how I was feeling at the time. You know, right. Don't, I told her, "Don't you remember when we used to make love and we were in love with each other?" This is how I feel. Find me a way. Find me a way. I know you wrote, I remember you doing a song that you wrote about your wife now. She's my wife. It's in there. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a kick ass. That's a great. A great I remember you. I remember you several times you played that. At the Everybody beach. loves that song. That's yeah, a great yeah. song. I tried to shop it, but I didn't try hard enough. You know, yeah. I was like, "Hey, man, I'm getting old. I, I don't. I don't. I don't want to be a rock star. I just want to play music." You right. Know? Right. That's basically what it is. I'm happy just doing that. Right. As long as, as long as you're happy, you know. <laughs> you know what they say: uh, a, a, a musician without a wife or a girlfriend. You know what they call them? No, homeless. It's <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> Uninsured. Uninsured. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> my my lovely wife worked for the railroad, so I get half of her pension. No, that's it. Nice. Social security. <laughs> and, thank you, Lord. Yeah. yeah. You know. So, yeah, and no matter how old you are, as long as you enjoy what you're doing, it's, oh, it's I love it. what I'm doing, you know. And that, and I get to keep all that money. She lets me keep all that money. <laughs> she lets me do a lot of things. Also, oh, you had to buy the cheese and crackers. Yeah, <laughs> I had. Yeah, this is all. This is my budget, guys. This is the St. Charles payday. <laughs> oh no, that was a good payday. I like that one. <laughs> Yeah, that was a last minute, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I had to get that bass player that I didn't know. Mitch says, hey, I got a guy that's got radar, man. He's, he'll show up and he'll play anything you throw at him. Okay. So that's what we did. Yeah, Mitch is quite animated. Oh, he's great. Yeah. He's, now, how did you link up with him? <laughs> oh, this is a great story. Me and Dale were playing at the Snuggery down in Union Station. And he's changing trains. He was working for some some place down there. He comes up in a in a suit. I mean, looking like Drew Carey, you know. Right. And he he he's listening to us and he's smiling. And he came over and said on our break and he says, "Hey, uh, I play guitar. You mind if I sit in?" You know. And I looked at Dale, and I said, hey, man, even if he's bad, it'll be entertainment. (laughs) But he got up and played, and uh, Dale let him use his guitar. And uh, and I I fell in love (laughs) right there, and he played gig after gig after gig, you know, the ones Dale couldn't make. But Dale don't drive because he's legally blind, so so it's hard for him to get to some of the gigs, you know. Right. Well, I, I met I met Mitch uh, first time he came in. And I was running sound at the Blue Chip, and he came in with a band called the Associates, Big Steve, a bass player, and 
and and and and I loved him then. Right off the bat, I said, "This guy's crazy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a great guitar, good showman too. Oh yeah, he'll jump up on a chair and start playing yeah. in the club. Yeah, yeah. The people love him. Yeah, yeah. That's great. And yet, and yet, Bo with you. Uh, oh yeah, 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 from shortcuts, from yeah, shortcuts, right? Yeah, well, he plays with me at least twice a year. You know, I'm doing another RV, whether thing. he likes it or not. Eh? Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right. But he's a he's a blast, man. He is just so and so easy to work with. Oh, you yeah. know. Yeah. So, anyways, he's playing an RV thing with me in Goshen, Indiana, next month, and I mean, yeah, yeah on the 14th of next month. So you so you're keeping pretty busy. How how often are you playing? Every weekend? Uh, almost every weekend. Really? At least three, four times a, a month. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'll take off for a couple, you know, like yeah. a Friday and Saturday. But, right. you know, if I could work, I'll work. Right. You know, so right. I just love doing it, you know, and I'm going to do it as long as I can. And I see you still playing that same blue guitar. The what? The same blue guitar, right? I've had that. I bought that off of Gino. Oh really? From players. Yeah. yeah, I bought that off of him. He 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 sold me two what? of those guitars, a black one and a blue one, uh-huh. for six hundred dollars, and they go for six hundred dollars a piece. Wow. You know, wow. so I I took advantage of that baby. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of guitar is that? It's a Samick. Oh, uh, Samick. Yeah. yeah. They're they're pretty popular now. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I remember you coming in with the with the blue chip with the blue guitar, and I, just, I, just, I saw it the other day, and I went, I said, I recognize the guitar, and I said, is that Bobby playing up there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you knew me through yeah. my guitar. I knew you through yeah. your guitar, yeah. <clears throat> Probably the only one I had, the only one that has that guitar. I play. I jammed with Stevie Starlight one night, and he goes, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> I said, "It's my guitar." Yeah. He said, "Where'd you get it at? Toys R Us." Yeah. <laughs> you know, Stevie. Oh, yeah. 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 I saw Stevie. I saw Stevie at a club. This was several years ago, but uh, I walked in and, and heard about twenty minutes of his set. He come off on a break and. He says, Paul, come on, let's go have a shot. And I said, I'm kind of disappointed in your show today. And he says, why? And I says, because you haven't called me any names yet. I've been here 20 <laughs> minutes. You haven't called me one name yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little worried about you. Yeah, so, he went, so he went back up and he said, son of a bitch, Paul Martin's here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So when you got back in 05, was it, from Hawaii? No, I got back in 97. Oh, 97. 97. How long did it take you to get back into the Chicago Jobs, a week. Job scene. Oh, did you? <laughs> a week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I put the word out, and uh, all these uh, uh, older clubs that I used to play, okay, they called me right away and said, "Hey, come on in and play." Okay, you that's know? great. So that's what I did. You know, it was good having that reputation because uh, even now I don't have to really go out and look for work mm-hmm. you know right. I get a lot of calls all the time a lot of private parties backyard parties you know living room parties you mm-hmm. know that kind of stuff you know I'll go and sit in somebody's living room and play a hundred songs if I want you know right. and they pay me five hundred dollars right. you right. know yeah, you can't beat that cash is king baby 
we'll, we'll cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing you're going to edit this. Yeah, well, edit yeah. That <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's basically what happened and I, when I got back to, you know, I, I, uh, uh, I had some bumps in the road, but we're not going to talk about those, mm. you know. But because uh, you were gone for a little while, you were gone for a while from you know, LA was, and Hawaii. I went from LA to San Francisco, from San Francisco to Hawaii. Right. Yeah. So then coming back, you know, married five times. Wow. Yeah. I mean, things change. Hostages. Change. <laughs> We're all hostages. <laughs> Where are the bodies buried? <laughs> hey, some of them still talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> I know every time a, a girl walks up to the stage for a request, I say, I'm, uh, how much do I owe you for child support? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want child support, do you? <laughs> yeah, I've been playing close. To, I just counted 45 years of just playing music. Wow. You know, and when I was 18 years old, I was a uh, Chicago Tribune driver. My father was a big shot with the Wall Street Journal, so he hooked me up with the newspapers right away. And it was un unheard of of a kid that age driving a newspaper truck. Right. You know, but he he pulled a few strings for me. Sure. So, so well, I wanted to ask you a little bit about what you've done to further the community, and I know what I know you've done some some halfway, rehab, house. halfway houses, some rehab houses, or whatever, yeah. right? So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I, um, <coughs> what got you? What got you started in doing that? My uh, my alcohol bone and my cocaine bone right. are connected somehow. Right. You know, and it became a problem for me, you know. Right. So I had to do something, checked into a rehab and got got myself straight. And I figured the best way for me to stay straight is to help other help new people. Right. So I went to Blue Island and I rented a a two-story uh, building and then I got another one in uh, Hazelcrest and I actually I had two houses in Blue Island and one house in Hazelcrest and I would house like six to ten guys and uh, they'd have to stay sober. They were halfway houses. Right. You know, but it, after 10 years of doing that, it got to be a problem because I was get I was waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning, going over there. There's either a fight or they got crack pipes under the, yeah. under the beds. Right. And, right. You know, it was just getting out of hand for right. me, you right. know. Right. So, but yeah, I helped. I did that for 10 years. And ended up saying, I'm still sober today. God bless so, you. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, you were doing that when I saw you at Blue Chip. Right. Was that too, all too many years ago, five or six years ago? Right. When did you give it up? About two years ago. Oh, yeah. About two years, two or maybe three years. I'm not sure. The years go by so fast, oh, Paul. I, you know, I, I know. I mean, it's like, it's like I can't remember, you know, too much about all of that. All I know, and I still go to meetings every day. Wow. You know, I go to AA meetings. And you know what? I think I met maybe 10 of the guys that were in my houses, and that's out of like maybe 350 guys. That got their life back together. 
you know. And I figured this way: if I got one of those guys, absolutely, exactly. If I got absolutely. one of them back, uh, you know, back on track, I did my job. Right, you know, right. It so, was well worth it. Then. It was well worth. It. Now, were you sanctioned by the states or anything? Or no, everybody? no, no. I could have been. Yeah. But I wanted to keep it private because once you get involved with the state, then then they get involved and then they gotta they start telling you what to do, right. you know, right. and you gotta you gotta dot your dot, dot your eyes and cross your. How teeth. did you find guys that were? Coming out of rehab or whatever. I just went to the meetings, put up flyers, oh, saying, you know, looking for a, yeah, looking for a sober living. We were calling them. Okay. You know? Actually, I had this when we were living over there. This was uh, a sober living. A sober living. Yeah. yeah, it was real nice for those guys too. But I would put guys in here that had some time under their belt. Right. right. You know, and uh, I even had problems with that too. You know. Sure. Yeah, the wife came over one time and hit some guy over the head with some. But uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it, it's it's all good. You know, yeah. I did what I was supposed to do, and and I stayed sober through the whole thing right. too. You know, yeah, that's, so that's, that's, that's the main thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. so, and that's when I really started having a good time playing music. It was when I cleaned my act up. You right. know, uh, your wife Joanne is. is is uh, it was very helpful, I'm sure, through all this too. Oh yeah, until I opened a girl. She, she <laughs> I opened a girl's house, and she was going to help me. She helped me for a whole month, and then she says, "I can't do. I can't deal with these girls." You know, they were all hoodlums. You know. Yeah. So she backed out, and then I was left with all these girls, and they weren't paying to rent, and they were playing me like a piano. So yeah, I just, uh, I just closed that girl's house down and sold it to another yeah another lady you know there was no money in it oh no it was like it was like the ones that did pay their rent there it was just like a cash flow you know I was just be able to pay the bills right never had any extra money at the end of the month right. you know right. and that was it you know right. That's a great thing you did. Yeah, you did something good. For it, a lot of it felt good to to know that some of them actually stayed sober because right. I still see them. Sure, I see them sure. at the meetings and stuff. Sure, yeah. My brother's great got one of the biggest rehabs on the South Side, on 138th and Western in Blue Island. He, him, and his whole board of trustees own Mother of Sorrows church school sure. and everything oh, yeah. yeah they house them they feed them and they get them a job they bust them to the job and bust them back really i swear to god i'm supposed to play they, there they, tomorrow night they put apartments in there no separate? they took all the classrooms and made them dormitories right, right. not only that they got a, a little store in there for them to buy their you know little munchies and oh, wow. whatever like a little miniature 7-eleven sure and they also have a doctor a couple of doctors that come in there voluntarily Twice a month to uh, check, give them checkups and stuff. Wow! Yeah, that's very cool. You ought to go over and see that place. I'm telling you, it's an amazing. I, I remember playing there not not all that long ago. I mean, in the last 14, 13, 14 years. Right, right. Well, he's only been open maybe 
maybe 10, 10 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's like he'll call me to play, and then he'll call my brother Mark as a DJ. Oh, okay. He was doing all the DJ work over there. Well, I was going to ask you if you had anybody else in your family is musically uh, inclined. Or <laughs> he just does DJ. You know who was a great singer? My uncle, Jimmy Ford. He sang for, for the Lawrence Welk Band and Tommy and Jimmy Dorsey. Really? He was a crooner, man. He had the most beautiful voice. My my mom told me. He died when I was like yeah. maybe 10 years old. Right. But my mom said she was coming down to... She worked for the uh, electric company at the time. She was coming down the escalator. She hears this beautiful voice and she goes down there and it's her brother Jimmy. You know? <laughs> wow. Yeah. So he was the only one that really had... Uh, the talent in the family, you know. But I'll tell you, Paul, when I was in Hawaii, I got to jam with Zach Wilde, uh, Greg Allman. Wow. All these guys would come there on vacation, and we were like the house band in the middle of Waikiki. Wow. You know, so they'd come into the bar. The whole road crew from the Grateful Dead, all those guys are great musicians, man. They came up and jammed with us, you know. The guy who played R2-D2, the guy that was in that that thing, he played a mean harmonica, man. He came up (laughs) and played with us. Oh, yeah. Who would have thought it? So so how do do people find out where you're playing? uh, They usually get, get me through my hotline number. Okay. Or my wife will put it on Facebook. Right. You know, and uh, they come out that way. That's how I got as many people as that that were there Saturday. Right. She put it on the Facebook page. And right. And fa- Facebook's amazing for that. Yeah, know, it's that. good. Yeah. So you don't have a Bobby Dunn page, right? Well, I had one, but... I started uh, boosting my post, <laughs> uh, and they sent me a bill for $160 or something like that. So I paid that, and then I got rid of the Facebook page. But they usually call this hotline number. Okay. Right. What's that number, Paul? It's 708-267-3339. Is there a website? Do you have a website? No. Two six seven three. You know what? I'm on the SoPro sopromusic.com alright I'm on that I'm one of the artists that he handles oh okay you know so if you put if you put in sopromusic.com and then say Bobby and then put my name in there it'll go right to a, a page for me oh okay yeah very good it's a, it's a link. Your music is it available anywhere or just at the yeah, shows? Yeah, it's or? available on uh, yeah on Buddy Monaco's on that on that website. Okay. Yeah, that's so broken. Yeah, okay. And he will he will mail you, mail it to you or whatever whatever you pick out, and he's got samples of all the music on there too. Oh, okay, so yeah, it's good. Okay. I'm not I'm not computer savvy, so That's, I don't I don't okay. I don't get into all that stuff, you right, know. Right. 
but he 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 can handle that. He that's why he handles it for me. You know, right, right. makes my copies and. Well, it's been great talking with you. It's been good talking to you it's too. Awesome. It's, thank you very much for uh, for having us out and uh, and uh, sitting and uh, chatting and and giving us water and uh, and uh, some some uh, grapes, some cheese, cheese crackers. That's my that. wife. My like wife drink, did all of that. Do you drink it all? Do you, no, my no. husband doesn't. But if I have some rum, if you want to. No, 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 no. We're no, good. No, we're good. No, no. Thank you. So, honey, they 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 ask some really great questions here, yeah. you know. Yeah. I wanted to get. That's the love of my life in the kitchen. By the by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bobby and Joanne, we thank you very much. Thank you very much. We're letting us in your house. That was uh, that was some stories that Bobby had, wasn't it? I'm telling you, that's uh, that was really something. Uh, I, kinda, I thought I kind of knew him, but I guess I didn't. Yeah, I didn't realize that he uh, he left Chicago for such a long time and played uh, in L.A. and Santa Monica and and San Francisco and, and Hawaii. Hawaii, yes. You know, that, uh, he spent a long time away. I mean, I know we didn't see him anymore. I just thought maybe he hung it up. But, uh, nope, he's still out there. He's still entertaining the masses. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And him and Joanne, uh, his wife, were great hosts. Yes, they were. We had a really nice little snack tray that she set up for us. And uh, whatever those drinks were that she made up were mighty tasty. Yes, she did. She made up a couple of cocktails for us there at the end. Yeah. That... Um, <laughs> Can hit the spot. <laughs> yes, it did. Yes, it did. It was a lot of fun. So hopefully, uh, people will be out and about uh, checking Bobby out. He's uh, he's still playing. He's still out there. You know, hitting a bunch of uh, venues. You just got to go uh, look him up online. Check his Facebook page. Well, he's got the number you can call. He got the hotline number, right? Right. Right. Seven zero eight two six seven thirty three thirty nine to find out where Bobby Dunn will be playing. Uh, check him out. He's uh, he's a fun guy. It definitely is. And don't forget to check us out on the Road to Rock Radio, roadtorockradio.net. We're featured every Monday night at 6 p.m. They're replaying uh, some of our uh, past podcasts. Make sure you check them out. Make sure you check out the Illinois Rock and Roll Museum on Route 66. Check out their webpage. Check out their Facebook page. Uh, They're just chugging along there trying to get that place opened up for you next year. Yeah, I see they just added uh, Bob Surratt and uh, Jim Peterick. Right, to the advisory board, yeah. The advisory board. So that's uh, a great addition to the, to, uh, to the museum there. Definitely, definitely. Hopefully that'll help them out immensely. All right, Ray. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Be sure and yeah. share. And like Ray said, be sure and share our podcast. Check them out. And, um, 
And we'll see you uh, next week with another edition of the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast. You sure will. I'm going back in the pool. See you next week. Bye. Rock and roll.